So tonight, let's talk about what God can do for us in the way of a miracle or a touch from God. There's not a problem too big for God. There's not a situation that God cannot handle. There's a little story that is found in Matthew chapter 9. I was reading that whole chapter this week and uh, realized just how powerful this story is because Jesus was, he was in the, the, the mode of miracles when he performed the things that I want to talk about here this evening. He had just been approached by a leader of the synagogue and this man had fell at his feet and he said, my daughter is dead. She died. And so Jesus goes to this man's house and when he gets there, there's a crowd and, and they're, uh, they're, all, they're all lamenting and worried and crying and upset because this girl had died. And Jesus walks in and he says, she's not dead, she's asleep. And of course, they did not believe that. They laughed at that. But just a few minutes later, Jesus takes that girl by the hand and he lifts her up and she walks out of that room alive. Well, this got the attention of, of uh, people everywhere. News spread and, and uh, the miracle worker was on the scene. A lot of great things were happening. If you read that chapter, there's several things there. On his way from that man's house, there was a woman that approached him. Or on the way to that man's house, when, when he had been approached about healing this girl, while he was on the way, a woman with an issue of blood touched his garment and he turned around and healed her. We all know the story of the woman with the issue of blood. And he turned around and said, Thy faith hath made thee whole. But I want you to notice that after that, and after healing this girl and bringing her back to life, the Bible said in, in chapter 9, verse 27, As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. And when Jesus had gone indoors, the blind man came to him and he asked them, here's the question, do you believe that I am able to do this? Do you believe, he said, that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. Let me point out a few things about this particular story in the scriptures. First of all, when Jesus came by, these men called out. They didn't just whisper. They were crying out to the Lord. If you go study the words in the Greek, called out, in that particular scripture, it is as if a woman was travailing having children. It is the same same Greek word that is used in Revelations 22, you will find that this was a cry of desperation and a cry as a woman travailing. And so they were screaming out to the Lord, have mercy upon us, son of David. And when they cried out, the Bible said that Jesus went on inside. He didn't stop when they cried out. He, as a matter of fact, just went on and they followed him to the inside. And when they got inside, this is when Jesus turned and looked at them and said, do you believe that I am able to do this? And of course they replied, yes, Lord. 
The Bible said he touched their eyes and according to their faith. Notice something with me. He didn't touch them according to their status, their social standing. He didn't touch them according to their income. He didn't touch them according to their references. He didn't touch them because of good words. He touched them, the Bible said, because of their faith. And that's what I want to talk about here for just a few minutes on this Wednesday evening. Because faith moves the heart of God. Faith will get the attention of God. We've heard about faith. We, we've talked about faith. We've preached about faith. We've sang about faith. But let me, let me just give you a few nuggets here this evening that I feel like would help us when Jesus asked the question, do you believe that I'm able to do this? I want to tell you that I believe that God is able to do anything. He can move mountains. He can perform that which is, is not able by the hands of men. He is the great physician. He is the God above all gods, and he is the miracle worker. Now, when you talk about faith and you talk about things happening and you talk about it moving the heart of God, it can be encouraging, and yet it can be sometimes very confusing. So you may say, well, I prayed, but God didn't answer, so I must not have had enough faith. Well, what is the biggest hindrance of faith? Let me ask you that. I'll tell you with, without a doubt. We talk about it. Worry, doubt, fear. As a matter of fact, fear is the opposite of faith. But I also want to tell you about another enemy of faith. It is the familiar. It is accepting what is and not what could be. We've always, we've always accepted things that are normal. You know, when you, when, you, when you have faith, it's not faith to say, uh, Lord, bless our food. The Lord blesses your food, but that's not showing necessarily a lot of faith. It's not necessarily to say, take us, Lord, uh, on a safe trip because we believe that we're safe anyway. And, and, you know, more than likely that's going to happen anyway. I'm talking about stepping out into big faith tonight. I'm ta not talking about familiar things. Things that you encounter every day. Things that you, you deal with on a daily basis. I have faith in my legs because I rolled them out of bed this morning and stepped to the side of the bed and had faith when I stood up on them that they were going to hold me up. And so that is familiar faith. But here's these guys. Here's these guys that had to have faith that goes beyond the familiar. Faith without fear. Faith without doubt. Faith without worry. It takes faith to step away from the familiar and to believe God for that which is not common in our lives. We have a lot of things that we need sometimes, but we just don't really believe God can fix them. Let me talk about three things tonight, three kinds of faith that God honors. Just uh, let, me, let, me, let me open up to you for just a few minutes if I may. The first thing is this, faith, we, God honors faith that believes when it doesn't see. Faith that believes when it doesn't see. Now, we know the King James Version of Hebrews chapter 11 is now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But here's another version. The New Living Testament said, 
Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. I wonder, I wonder if we have faith and we believe in things that we do not see. Things that are unfamiliar. Things that are a challenge perhaps in our life. Here's what the Bible said. When Jesus had gone indoors, the men came to him and he asked them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, Lord. They replied, we, we can't see. We, we don't have the ability to see. We're blind, but we believe that you can do what never has been done in our life before. I believe that God honors that kind of faith. You see, Every one of us face challenges in our life, and we, we, we face things that we've never seen and we want to see and things that we believe but we haven't seen. And so God honors that. He honors belief in things even though you don't see it. There may be some of you that need your marriage healed. You may need a miracle in your body. You may need to be healed from a past hurt in your life. You may need help for your children in some way. You may need help in forgiving somebody or even to conceive a child. There are many, many things that we believe that God can do. But our actions, I want you to see me today and hear me today. Our actions and our words often betray us because we say things, but we really don't put it in God's hands. All You know, we get to that place. Uh, you've ever heard somebody say this? Well, all we can do is pray. Well, that leaves God on the back burner. That's saying to God, look, you're the last resort that's all we can do. We've taken the medicine. We've been to the doctor. We've been to the counselor. We've been here. We've been there. We've done this. All we have to do now is pray. That's all that's left. Let me tell you, the first thing we need to do is pray. God doesn't need to become a last resort in our life. We need to believe it when we don't see it. The size, I want you to note this. I want you to remember this statement. The size of your request reveals the strength of your faith. The size of your request reveal. I haven't seen it, God, but I believe it's going to happen. What you pray, what you request of God, the size of that shows the strength of your faith. Keep us safe, Lord. Okay, he's going to do that. Bless our food, Lord. Okay, he's going to do that. But what about the miracle that you need in your life? That cancer that needs to go away. Pray for big things. Pray for big miracles. Pray that God would do the things that you've never seen before. Because God honors faith that doesn't see. Not the things that are normal to us. Not the things that are familiar. I want to drive that home this evening. But the things that you've never seen before. I wonder if you can step out in faith and say, God, I'm believing you for that. These blind men did. I don't know how long they'd been blind. The scripture doesn't say. Just said it was two blind men. But here's what I do know. I do know that they said, God, we can't see. But we do believe that you're able to do that. Here's another thing. Number two, that God honors this kind of faith. Faith that persists when nothing changes. Faith that is persistent. Jesus didn't answer them immediately. He went on in the house. He went on inside. But he did answer. And God will answer. 
I want you to notice the scripture will be found in Colossians chapter, Colossians chapter 4 and verse 2. In, in the Good News Translation, it says this, Be persistent in prayer and keep alert as you pray, giving thanks to God. Be persistent in prayer. You ought to go underline that in your, in your Bible. That scripture is important. You've got to devote to prayer, and you've got to be diligent to prayer, and you've got to be persistent in your belief to God and your prayer to God. Notice the last part of that verse. It said, and giving thanks to God. Giving thanks for what? He hadn't done it yet. He hadn't performed the miracle yet. But I want to tell you there's a time when you just need to start thanking God because he's hearing and answering your prayer. God is a God of answering prayer. And when you are persistent, you need to start thanking him. I believe it, God, and I'm thanking you for it. I'm standing on the promises. Luke chapter 18 has one of the most wonderful stories about a widow woman that was so persistent. She went to a judge and she wouldn't leave him alone. She knocked on his door. She, she walked around his house. She spoke it over and over. She wouldn't leave him alone. The unjust judge. And she came and said, I need you to avenge me of my adversary. And, and, and the judge heard it over and over. Go read the scripture. The Bible said that she was persistent. As a matter of fact, she was driving him crazy. And finally, he said, okay, I'm going to give you what you want. You know what the Bible said? If the Lord, the Lord said, if the judge would do that, how much more do you think your heavenly father would do that? It's the power of importunity. It's staying persistent with God. I'm not going to quit asking God. I'm not going to quit knocking. I'm not going to quit praying for my kids. I'm I'm not going to quit praying for my loved ones. I'm not going to quit praying for my healing. I'm not going to quit praying for my house or my job. I'm going to keep praying because, God, I believe you. God wants to answer prayers you've prayed for a long, long time. I, 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 my mind goes to people that are members of this congregation that I know some of you and the prayers you've prayed, and you prayed them for months, and the months ran into years, and the years ran into decades. I know what I'm talking about. And, and, and God, it seemed like, wasn't going to answer your prayer. But honey, let me tell you, because you were persistent, because you kept praying, because you kept believing God, your faith caused you to go daily and say, God, I'm praying for that child. I'm praying for my teenager. I'm praying. And God answers persistent prayer. Faith that is persistent, that it persists when nothing changes, moves the heart of God. I can't tell you how many times that I've went to God about certain situations and, and it seems like the heavens were shut up. It seemed like I didn't have an answer. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you on this Wednesday evening that if you stay persistent, if you'll become the widow woman of Luke 18 and just say, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to let you go. You know what? Jacob was persistent. Go to the Old Testament. Jacob was persistent. He said to the Lord, I will not let you go until you bless me. Persisting faith is, is believing when nothing really changes. Never, never give up praying. 
Never give up on the things that you're asking God to do. Never give up on that miracle. You gotta, you gotta pray and you gotta believe God and you gotta be persistent about it. And the third thing that God honors is this, faith that works when it doesn't make sense. Works, you know the Bible said faith without works is dead. The difference, the difference in, in hope and faith, listen to me, hope is a desire. You are hoping for something. But faith is a demonstration. If you want to know what faith is, go study the father of the faithful who was Abraham. How that God spoke to him and said, I want you to take your only son Isaac and take him to the top of the mountain and I want you to offer him as a sacrifice. I love Abraham. I preached about this a few Sundays ago. Abraham, the Bible said, staggered not at the promise promises of God. Abraham was the father of the faithful. Well, here's why. Because he took his prized possession, his only son, and he took him to the top of a mountain and laid him on an altar that he built. And he was about to take his only son's life and offer him as a sacrifice to God. When God sent an angel and stopped his arm and said, no, 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 Abraham. Basically what he said was, I see now. I know that you would do what I've asked you to do. And, and Abraham, I'm going to provide a ram in the thicket for your sacrifice today. I'm here to preach to you on this Wednesday evening Bible study that that is works that goes with your faith. Faith that works when it doesn't make sense. Faith is doing what you know to do when it really doesn't all add up. James 22 and 22 said this, you see that Abraham's faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. Some people, some people only focus on the problem. Let me tell you, you got to get past the problem and know that Jesus is the answer and put your work into your faith. Blind men didn't focus on what they couldn't do. They knew they couldn't see. But I tell you what they did, they focused on what they could do. That's what you and I need to do. We need to focus on what we can do with human hands. And then the rest of it is up to God. You have to do your part. You got to believe God. The blind man said, I can't see, but I can hear. I can't see, but I can talk. I can yell. I can get his attention with my voice. I can't see, but I can walk. And they walked inside the house. I can't see, but I can follow Jesus. You have to do what you need to do when it doesn't make sense. I hope you're hearing me on this Wednesday evening. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go and what to say and how to handle it. You got to focus on what you can do as a child of God. I'll tell you what I can do. I can pray. I can go to the house of God. I can, I can meet the Lord every day in fasting and prayer. I can get a hold of the horns of the altar and I can hold on to God. I'll just be persistent. I'll believe it when I can't see it and I'll pray and I'll work and I'll do my part until God gives the answer. You see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't do it all. 
There's some things that are impossible with us. And we get to life and life situations where we can't do it by ourselves. We can't pay our bills, but we keep praying and seeking God. And You, you know, we, we get to the place where you, you, you go to the pawn shop and you get rid of this and you, get, you sell everything but your kids. And, and, but God is a God that's on time. And when you're persistent and you're working and you're believing and you're doing it when you can't see it, you may not be able to do it, but God's able. You can't change some situations in your life, but God can change. You can't change a situation on your job, but God can change that situation. You can't heal your body, but God can heal your body. I don't care how many times you've asked God. Keep asking. Keep believing. Be persistent. You say, well, what can I do to heal? I'll tell you what you do. You do what you know to do. You can't do anything but what you can do as a human being, but God is able to take the things that you are not able to do and cause the the miracle to happen by the things that he is able to do. It's not about having enough faith. It's about having the right faith. It's about putting it in God. The faith of a grain of a mustard seed. That's small faith. But faith in action Faith in believing what you can't see. Faith is, is, is doing what you need to do and working toward that end. I'm just telling you on this Wednesday night that your faith will get the job done. I believe God can. I believe that he will. I'm going to hold on to that day in and day out. I'm not going to, you know, I've often preached about the Hebrew children, and I've often, I love these, these young guys that stood in jeopardy of their own life, and the king said, you're going to bow down, and you're going to worship me, and they said, oh, no, we're not. We're not bowing down. You know what? We have a God that we serve, and here's the thing about our God. Here's what we know about our God. We, he may not deliver us from the fiery furnace, but he is able. He's able. And that's what the, the kind of faith that you have to have. You don't have to have a lot of faith. You just have, have to have faith that will work and that will, that will move you in the direction and be persistent with it and see it when it's not really happening. The Bible said faith without works is dead, but it also said that without faith it is impossible to please God. You have to believe God. When Jesus said, do you believe I can do this? If these men would have said, well, we don't know. I tell you they wouldn't have got a miracle but because they replied yes Lord yes Lord we do believe that you can do this let me tell you today I had rather be blind with faith that God can heal me than to see and to have no faith because the 11th chapter in the 6th verse of Hebrews said without faith you can't please God you can't please God And if you want to be pleasing to God, you need faith that will see when you can't see. You need faith that will be persistent and faith that will put you to work. I I, I know in my heart that I'm speaking to several of you on this Wednesday evening. There are people with struggles in your life and you felt like throwing your hands up and giving up and saying, what's the use of praying anymore? And I've prayed until I can't pray anymore. And I I tell you, it looks like every time I pray, things go the wrong way. Let me tell you what you do. You put your confidence in God 
and you haven't seen it, but you know it's coming. It hasn't happened, but you're still persistent, and you're going to keep doing it every day, and you just keep going to your knees and keep seeking God and keep praying. I'm going to tell you, your kid's coming back to God. Your family's going to wind up in church. The, 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 the cancer's going to leave your body. You can believe it and and. and and hold on to the things and the promises of God, it is coming to pass. Let me say this to you. Noah built a boat before he saw a rain cloud. Noah built a boat before he saw a rain cloud. Abraham and Sarah believed God for a child when they didn't have any reason to believe God for a child except the promise of God. The people of Israel marched around the walls of Jericho and for six days there wasn't a crack in the wall but on the seventh day it all began to fall. It's called persistence. It's called believing when you can't see. It's called what Jesus what are you saying to us in this 21st century? I believe he's saying to somebody on this Wednesday evening do you believe I can do this? Do you believe that I can do this? Do you believe that I can heal this virus? Do you believe that I can take your finances and cause a miracle in your life? Do you believe that I can take your family and put it back together? I'm here to preach to you on a Wednesday night. God's got this. He's asking the questions and he's waiting on you for the answers. And the answer is, Lord, I'm going to believe it when I can't see it. My confidence is still in you. I'm going to be persistent every day. I hope where you're at right now, you'll just say it to yourself. Every day, every day, I'm going to be persistent every day. And Lord, I'm going to put my faith to work. I'm going to do what I can do. I'm going to build a boat when there's not a rain cloud. I'm going to march around walls when nothing is moving and nothing is shaking and the walls are still standing. I'm just going to do what I can do because you see that's faith and if God says to you do you believe that I can do this you need to have these kind of faith this kind of faith because this is what honors God and you will get the attention of God you will get the attention of God thank you for letting me speak to you on a Wednesday evening I meant for it to be short because I like for it to be short and I, I want you to understand something your faith is important to God it's important to God. Leave this broadcast when you go away from this tonight. I hope that you'll say to God, Lord, I almost quit praying about that situation, but I'm going to pick it back up. I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to keep knocking on your door. I'm going to keep holding on to your, your promise. I just believe, God, you got an answer for me, and the Lord will have an answer for you. May God bless you this evening. Let me pray with you before we go, and let me, let me ask the Lord to just infiltrate our homes and our lives. Would you bow your head right where you are? Father, in the the holy name of Jesus, I pray, God, for great faith. When you question those blind men and you ask them, did they believe, Lord, I believe that is for every one of us tonight. We do believe, and we're going to show you our faith. Our confidence, Lord, is in the things that we can't even see. You said in your word, blessed are they who have believed, and yet they have not seen. Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe. And 
Lord, I'm going to keep knocking. I'm going to keep believing. This church, these people that are hearing me on this on this online service, Lord, I pray that you would help us to be persistent. Help us to go to our knees in prayer. Help us to hold on to the horns of the altar and never give up. I pray, God, that our works would manifest our faith and our requests would show our strength of faith. That the power of the Holy Ghost would be upon our home. Every man, woman, boy and girl we need a touch of God increase our faith for you said Lord when you come back you want to find faith in the earth and I'm praying for our faith again on this Wednesday evening thank you Lord for your word thank you for the things that we stand upon today bless our homes in Jesus name I pray it and I bless every one of you that is watching this broadcast tonight may God bless you I'll see you in the house of God soon. I'm praying for you. Please pray for us. Let's stay faithful. Let me tell you, when COVID-19 is gone, there's still going to be a church, a great church, a powerful church, a church with Holy Ghost fire and miracles, and I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. May God richly bless you.